0: We sabotage the great things in our lives because deep down, we don't feel worthy of having the great things. Self-sabotage is one of the worst things we can do to ourselves. It destroys our dreams and goals, and we usually have no idea why we even do it. Hello and welcome to my podcast, Unapologetically KK. Today, I'm talking about self-sabotage. In my practice, I see clients who come to me and usually ask me why they are doing something that they have consciously made a decision not to do. They cannot understand why when they want to do something, they have the willpower, they have all the means and resources necessary to achieve their goals, do they get in their own way? So, ever gotten in your own way? Let me rephrase it. Ever sabotaged yourself from achieving your goals. Why do we get in our own way? Today I am exploring the realm of self-sabotage. What is it and why do we do it? Over the past month I have completed my certification as a Master NLP Practitioner and in that time I delved into the world of quantum physics and linguistics. I have never been more eager to continue learning more and more about the universal energy that connects us all and the universal language between the conscious and unconscious or subconscious as some people call it, mind. The conscious mind, while the thinker, has very little power over the unconscious mind, which is the doer, if it doesn't speak the right language. Take this for example. You decide to lose 10 pounds in the next six weeks and pledge to quit sugar and go to the gym Five times a week. This is a conscious decision. You have taken into account your schedule and willpower to achieve this goal, and you know you have what it takes to do it. Why do so many people fail to achieve this then? What gets in their way? Why do they crave the food they are meant to avoid? Why does that piece of cake or scoop of ice cream become more important to eat than your commitment to your goal? Why do you sabotage yourself? Too many questions, I know. So let's look at some solutions. Self-sabotage is the conflict that exists between conscious desires and unconscious wants that manifest in self-limiting patterns of behavior. Let's break that down. Setting a goal is not enough. Believing that you can achieve that goal is what is important. Your unconscious mind does not know the difference between real and imagined. It only knows what you really think on the inside. So you can say the words of inspiration and motivation, but if you do not believe them internally, your body will respond to the internal beliefs and not the external words. There needs to be complete alignment between body and mind to achieve your goal. If you make a commitment to yourself but have doubts about achieving these goals or limiting beliefs that you are not capable of achieving them, your body will listen to your internal doubts and limiting beliefs as a guide to what you want. We all have the power to instruct our body to do what we want, as long as we know how to communicate with it. So let's try this. Close your eyes and repeat the statement out loud to yourself. I will not eat sugar for the next seven days. Go ahead and say it out loud. I will not eat sugar for the next seven days. What was your first thought? Was it A, big deal, I don't really care, I can do it if I want to. B, no way, I can't give up sugar. Or C, mm. I can try but I'm not sure. Our unconscious mind communicates with us constantly by showing us internal representations which can be visual, auditory or kinesthetic which is feeling. So you could see a mental image, you could hear a sound or you could have a feeling. In the case of the example I've just given you, if you say I'm not going to eat sugar and the first thing that comes up which is ha, what's the big deal? I know I can do it. And you see yourself doing it. That's one way of seeing it. Or you can hear your stomach growling. That's an auditory response where your body immediately reacts to the lack of sugar before you've even tried it. Or you could get a feeling. It could be a small tingle or a shiver or some kind of a feeling which makes you think, I'm not so sure. I think I can do it, but I'm not so sure. Your body is responding to that statement by telling you exactly how it feels on the inside. So, when we are in alignment with it, our body floods us with the appropriate positive emotions such as joy, laughter, harmony, peace, etc. It will give you an immediate response to what you're saying, but by looking at what you saw in your mind, felt in your mind, heard inside your body... You know whether the words that you have just said are in alignment to what you feel on the inside. You have to be able to understand that body language. You have to be able to understand what emotions the body is throwing up for you to know whether you can really achieve your goal or this is just a pipe dream and you know from the start that you're not going to be able to do it and you are going to fail. Listen to your body. I recently watched a very, very interesting documentary which said that the reason why we don't do what we want to do is because our body at all times is trying to avoid discomfort, not go towards pleasure or avoid pain. But avoid discomfort. So the discomfort that you feel immediately by wanting to avoid sugar or actually avoiding sugar, if that discomfort is a lot more than you not losing the weight and making yourself okay with having the extra 10 pounds, your body is going to sabotage you right away. So you could start on it, but it's going to start giving you cravings, hunger pangs, some kind of a physical reaction. It could be a headache. It could be anything to say, no, you are more okay and more comfortable with the extra 10 pounds than the discomfort you are now putting me through to lose the 10 pounds by avoiding sugar. So when we understand what our body is doing, we are able to do the things that we want it to do, to kind of comply with our conscious thinking. Because self-sabotage has a lot of emotional things attached to it. When you feel out of control, where you think that you have no control over your own thoughts or your own body, it creates a lot of distress within you. When we are not aligned, our body sends us signals of pain and discomfort. And when we don't understand those signals, it intensifies them. If you ignore the negative signals, they get louder and stronger. The pain becomes more intense or chronic and dismissing it or suppressing it with painkillers is only pushing it to send a stronger signal in the form of disease, possibly. Listening to our unconscious mind keeps us in harmony. When we think negatively, our unconscious mind responds by flooding our body with a negative chemical which produces reactions such as fear, anger, pain, guilt, shame, etc. It's our body's way of saying, stop it. This thinking hurts. This idea hurts. This is not possible for me to achieve because it's not in alignment with the way I feel on the inside. I come across many clients who believe they have lost touch with who they are and can't tap into their intuition. Is that really possible? Let's imagine walking into a nightclub that has really loud music playing. I love my little metaphors. So, you walk into a nightclub that has really loud music playing. You try now to have a conversation with your friend who obviously will find it difficult to hear you if you speak at a normal tone. He may even think you are not saying anything because he can't hear you at all. In order for him to hear you, you will have to talk at a much louder tone and even then he may or may not be able to hear every word you say. So this is exactly how our communication with our inner voice works. We surround ourselves with the noise of other people's expectations and opinions and can't hear our own inner voice. When it starts to speak louder, we feel pain as it does not align with the external noise or chaos. And so it has to increase the intensity further in the form of pain so we can take notice. We can never, and I mean never, lose our inner voice. It communicates with us 24-7 365 days a year to hear it we need to go inside ourselves and block out the external noise our inner voice our intuition our unconscious mind has all the answers we need and it is what connects us to everything else it not only aligns us internally but also aligns us with the energy that exists outside of us in the universe. If you are able to tap into this connection with yourself, you eliminate the need for self-sabotage because you will know why your unconscious mind, which runs your body involuntarily, is stopping you from achieving your goal. And that is what you need to understand first, and then eliminate. This is best done with someone who is trained to help you delve deep into your unconscious mind and find the root cause. You have to be ready and willing to do what is necessary to make the change. That's all you need to do. You need to be willing and ready to listen to some harsh truths, go into some spaces and understand where this blockage, where this sabotage is coming from. Most of the things that sabotage us from the inside are little parts of us that have been created to protect us from something. We have fear of the unknown and so that fear is there to hold us back because at some point in our life we have created this part within us and this part's sole responsibility was to stop us from going into places which could create situations that could be harmful to us. So let me give you an example. As a child, if you were playing and having fun and being extremely loud and noisy, and a parent or an adult came and slapped you on the wrist and said, stop making so much noise, you don't need to have so much fun and be so noisy all the time. You now have been punished for doing something that you think is positive. And so somewhere in your consciousness, there could be a part that could be created to say, if I have too much fun, I am going to be judged or punished for it. Now, if this part exists, it will always stop you from having fun or being noisy because somewhere within you, you now have a part that thinks you're going to be judged or punished for doing that. So... A part of you always wants to go out, have fun, have a great time, be who you are. But there's another part of you that exists within you that says, step back, don't be too loud, don't have too much fun because you are going to be judged for it. And that part is what will hold you back. And therefore, you won't be able to understand when you want to have fun and you think you're a really fun person, you're cool and you can have a great time. But you can't do it when you're outside with friends or people who you're comfortable with. You find it difficult and you always see yourself pulling back from doing what you want to do. In order to be able to access that part or even know that part exists, you need to work with somebody who can help you find it in the first place. The most important part of this process is to be able to notice the resistance from your body and be committed to your goals no matter what. So I'm going to leave you with this thought today. Too many people accept failure as their fate, but it's just an obstacle in their path. Are you willing to derail your progress towards your goals due to a few obstacles in your path? You know you are more powerful than those obstacles, don't you? Self sabotage is the smartest thing to do. If you are sabotaging yourself, that is not. This is Kanchan Kulkarni saying goodbye for now and speak to you again soon.